It's the latest episode of The Ugly Truth. Today, we go back and explain some of our terminology. The Ugology for the day is, where did Ugg come from? Why are we called the Uglies? What is Lip and Clip? And why do we hate milk so much? This, plus we discuss why we hate Valentine's Day and our ugly and awkward moments of the week. Thank you so much for listening. Enjoy the show. It's another uncensored look at the world around you from sisters who will say just about anything to anyone at any time. It's the Uggs. Jamie. You are a mature woman. What are you doing? Paula. Yeah, pull them out of my asshole. Take a look. Uncensored as always, it's time for the Ugly Truth. Welcome to the Ugly Truth. Episode 438, Paula. I still have a deep embedded voice in the back of my mind that says, we are sisters who podcast. (laughs) I know. I feel like I've been brainwashed. Sorry, producer, but it is such a dumb idea. It's so dumb. I I can't. I can't with it. But yet in my mind, I still hear it in my voice and I hate it. Well, I forgot. What was the reasoning behind that? I don't know. I don't even remember why. It's just we could not embrace it and we just rejected it brutally. Was there a concern that... Perhaps people didn't know or... I don't care if they know or not. They figure it out. It's obvious. If you are new to this show, which we're going to discuss in a little bit, within a few moments, you know that we are obviously related. There's no way that two women are this close and friendly and loving that aren't related. I mean, maybe, but I've never seen it. Well, I mean, I've seen friends, but that just gets really annoying really fast. Yeah. I mean, to me, it does. Well, because you know what? Let's just say you're really close friends and you feel like you're sisters. At some point, your periods sync up. And Mm -hmm. then there is going to be a time when you hate each other. And you could literally be so angry at this human that you're not related to genetically that you spurn them off for two weeks and don't speak. Whereas with sisters, somehow you've created a way to push past that. Because you can be mean to each other knowing that they're not going anywhere. Right. (laughs) So maybe that's it. I don't know. I think with with friends, mm-hmm. there's just like a, an understanding, but it's right. it's kind of like a it's its own thing, but nobody else would really get it. Right. But everybody has like a well, most almost everybody has people. like a sibling or something right. like that. And they kind of understand that it's like its own little language. Right. So. It seems to me. Well, and that we're going to talk about that. So really quick before now, I realize that. Our sister Stephanie, she's having a birthday on Lincoln's birthday, which is next week. But mm-hmm. I know we're going to forget. So I want to wish her officially a happy 40 birthday. I don't know and refuse to acknowledge her actual age because we are vain and she's not a fan of celebrating her birthday. <laughs> that's why when you said 44, I'm like, wait, I'm all, I started counting. I'm like, that's not right. <laughs> 40 All the Uggs are in their 40s now. Isn't that weird? Uh, yeah, that's we're true. All, and we're all, wah, wah. I know. It, just, I hate for, it. just for a couple more months. Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. Forever. Forever. No one will ever age after this. We're in our 40s for the rest of our fucking lives. Yeah, really. Because it just, I mean, you know what? If I don't find a person soon, I'm just going to be <laughs> old and saggy and gross. And then, <laughs> and then what? I'll have, what, a good 15 years and, and that's, that's it. That. <laughs> then we'll be sitting on the porch drinking iced tea, you know, in front of the green and, you know, I we won't be having mm-hmm. sex and... 
I don't know. I don't, I'm not sure if I agree with the lack of sex as you get older. I know that it probably does slow down for many, but it's hormone related. And uh, I was listening to something, this was a while ago, and somebody said, well, when does the, when do, you know, because women's libido reduces during menopause. And you can, by the way, fix it. There are ways to encourage yourself to have a libido. You don't have to just accept the fact that you don't feel sexual anymore. So it's really, the, the burden is on you to fight your own, ur, you know, chemical urges. But somebody said, well, when do men lose their drive? Because men are f- horny all the time. Like they never aren't. They're, no, they're never not thinking about getting I laid. I don't think that's true. Well, it said literally the last thing to go in a man is their testo- is their testosterone and their lack uh, and their desire to have sex. They li- it's literally the last thing to go. So we're talking like their 80s if they're lucky enough to live that long. <laughs> like there it takes forever for them to get there. And you're like, "Oh my god, really?" So Maybe that's why they marry. That's why those octogenarians marry twenty-year-olds because they still want to get it get it on. They're I think still I'm just horny. being punished by God. You know, here oh. I am in my prime, and probably could do it like five times a day, and I had no one, and no one would want me right now. Well, like, well, I'm living with my ex-husband, and <laughs> they'd be like, "Well, that's an interesting." dilemma scenario i'm unemployed but i'll be starting school you are in school you are a student no i will be i'm not right now i know well you're getting there okay so happy birthday to our ug we love you so much and you know whenever you're ready to come out of your hidey hole just let us know we'd love to see your ass but uh you know we all have our ways of dealing with life and uh we all love to squirrel away and so does she so happy birthday all right so uh about a month ago Somebody had posted on one of our social media sites, why do you guys hate milk so much? And why can someone explain to me your problem with leg hands? Because I can't even say the F word. (laughs) By the way, did you get the thing I posted? (laughs) I absolutely refuse to acknowledge it, but I know why you posted it. I know it was out of revenge because I posted the snake video. God, I, okay. I watched it like for five seconds. And then after the first strike, I'm like, oh my God. But then I went and showed Ryan. It kept doing it. It did. And I was and just like, <gasps> yes. So and I told Ryan, I'm like, okay, it's sitting on her shoulder. I'm like, mm-hmm. I would have like flung that thing off like a bad right. scarf and I would have ran for my life. Okay. So I agree. And so there, just for those of you who don't know, and I'll post it on our uh, social media so you can see it. So it's uglytruth.com, Facebook, Ugly Truth, Instagram, all of it, U-G-L-E-E Truth. So in Australia, there was a woman who had a little snake. It was like, I think it was a python. And it was little. It was like two feet long. And it was wrapped around her shoulder, kind of like like a shawl on her neck. And I don't know what the hell she was doing in this herpetology center, but she's standing there with her microphone that has like one of those black felt covers like, on her microphone. Yeah, foam, like foam tops. A little black. Yeah, it looked like a little olive on her microphone. And so she's standing there talking and they're getting ready to film. And the snake, for whatever reason, did not like or appreciate her microphone with the olive on it so he struck it and hard it like moved her hand it was a very strong little snake and she's like it just bit my microphone (laughs) and so then they're like stay very calm stand still and they're telling her how to respond to this aggressive snake and i was like if that was me i'd be like get this motherfucking snake 
off of my neck now. Well, no one's going to touch it while it's in like the coil, you know. Get a like hook. The... They have those snake hooks. Just get that thing and rip it off of her body. I would have taken mean... that microphone and be like, here, have it. <laughs> yeah, I, that's I what I was like, thinking. I'd whack it with my microphone and I'd run forward as fast as I could. I'd be like, that me, I'd probably roll my ankle as I was running and fall and then I'd like, you know, bite my ankle and I'd be like, God damn it! Is this thing poisonous? Call 911! I don't understand how or why that was occurring and why it went on for so long. That snake continued to attack it. And you know I'm what? Like, it's no. Australia. They have the scariest of things. Like, that could have been a worm for all she knows. I mean. <laughs> I know. It was nothing. It was horrifying. And I and you know, and I am not afraid of snakes. Like, they don't bother me at all. But if that had been a spider attacking, oh, my God. I mean, that's all I could think of is what if that was something that I was afraid of and it was sitting on my shoulder and it started to attack? I would be terrified. Terrified. Never moved to Australia then. Ever. Okay, so agology is what I'm calling this because right. it has been a really long time since we've talked about some of our buzzwords that we use all the time. So let's start with the big one. Why are we the ugly truth? And it's U-G-L-E-E. Why why are we called the uglies, the Uggs? Where does that come from? And now this actually originated with me and Stephanie, our sister, because you were still kind of a baby when this came, but you, we fully embraced it way after that. Stephanie and I hated each other in childhood. <laughs> we did not get along, like viciously hated each other. I don't even know why. <laughs> Stephanie is the, was the ultimate middle child. She it displayed all the symptoms, all the characteristics of a middle child. She was a little more mischievous, a little more instigate. She instigated lots of things. She tried to get people in trouble because any attention was good attention. And so you're right. She may not have gotten along, but she loves us all so much. But you're right. But when we were kids, she and I were like oil and vinegar. We did not get along at all. And it started when she was a baby, when we were little, little. And so when we were in puberty... Our lives were obviously very tumultuous. We we were, and I will say this gently, we were forced to stay with our father 50% of the time when we Mm -hmm. were in puberty. And so when we would get ready in the morning, we could not even be in the same bathroom together, but we had no choice. And she would always tell me that I was fat and ugly. (laughs) And I always tell her that she was a whore and ugly. And we would go back and forth every single day. Every day we went through this. And so finally in our house, calling someone ugly was like the ultimate sin because we are adorable and we think we're adorable. We know we're cute. So Mm -hmm. calling each other ugly was like, how dare you? And every day. (laughs) So finally, as we became adults, we started to realize that we really loved each other and that we needed Mm -hmm. each other. And so ugly turned into a term of endearment somehow Mm -hmm. but to prove that we had to change the spelling so it's now u-g-l-e-e and we call each other ug for short and we all Mm -hmm. do it except for our sister allison who calls me a hag every time she sees me (laughs) well we used to call each other hag we did for a long time Mm -hmm. and so but ug for some reason just stuck and how we start our show every day when we go ug like that when we would call each other before texting Mm-hmm. When you would pick up the phone and you didn't know who was there, you'd be all, ugh. And they'd be like, yeah. ugh, how are you, ugly? <laughs> I mean, that's how we handled it. Before and, the days of caller ID. <laughs> right, exactly. And, you know, our mom, we never, she couldn't do that. She just calls us brats. Or she'd be like, <laughs> so, 
daughter. Oh, daughter, which is probably <laughs> where we got the UG. So yes, that's exactly where Ugly came from. Um, flair for the opera. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so I would like you to explain why we don't like milk. <laughs> you know, I don't know why. I, the only thing I can think of is we just, <laughs> I don't know, if, was it Allison? <laughs> Yes. Or, yes. Okay, so we just had an issue with cereal for some yes. reason growing yes. up. And I don't know. If she, well, here's the thing. Allison and mom notoriously are like really messy eaters. Yes. Like they always get like food on like their hands. And, it's and I'm just like, God, thing. I'm like, why is it so hard for you just to <laughs> eat? Go from, you know? Why is it hard to go from plate to fork to mouth? Especially like like hamburgers like that are like you know have like yeah. mustard and sandwiches. You know, uh, I'm just like God. Soup. <laughs> Anything you know, toast. But um, they're like, I mean, first of all, it's almost like you know when little kittens eat milk and they get that little milk mouth. Yeah, it's but adorable. Mom and Allison aren't covered in hair. <laughs> no, so. they're not. So, anyways, Allison, she just. <laughs> She's always been so oblivious to life and, Mm -hmm. you know, she's always in her own little world. And so in the morning when we were all, you know, eating breakfast and she would be eating her cereal, she'd always make like noises, like slurping sounds or chewing sounds. (laughs) And then like milk would splash everywhere, like for whatever reason, because she, you know, she didn't bend down to bite it. You know, she just bring the spoon to her mouth. And yes. You know, that's like 12 inches. And and then when she'd get up, there'd be like drops of milk all over the table. And her chin. And, and-, and it would dry. <laughs> and it was just oh like, God. after a while, it just became so grotesque that, you know, we just had a problem with it milk. Was just, I don't you know, know what why. it was. It was it was inevitable because we all, you know, back in the day, and maybe some families still do this, but back in the day, we all ate breakfast together in the morning, and so we would all sit. And I hate <laughs> breakfast. Yeah. And so I would be forced to sit and try to get something in my gullet because you know one of the of all the things this was the thing that our mom was going to stick by was we will all eat breakfast together, and so. I had to sit there and endure the drips on the chin back into the bowl, uh, you know, and then God forbid anyone have a slip outside of our sister. If Stephanie or you or me had a slip, I'd be like, oh, my God, you know, it is one thing because we all know Allison where we would literally build a a wall around her so we didn't have to see her eat. Stephanie, she had like three cereal. I can't even believe we had three cereal boxes to do it. But <laughs> I know. Or maybe it was just one. I don't know no, what she would do. She, and she, yeah. And she would keep moving it like if Allison like adjusted in her seat, <laughs> like you know, to keep keeping sure yes. she was out of sight. And then oh, um, we could still hear. She's and like, mom would get mad. You. Like it, and the thing is, mom wouldn't eat with us. She was, no. you know, she'd she come would... in the room and she'd be like, Stephanie Denise, you're being cruel. Stop it. Get her coffee and <laughs> saunter away. <laughs> yeah, and she'd go back out, but we had to be in there. Yes. And then, um, true. yeah, I don't, yeah, it was so. That's why. Uh, I think it was, it was just a, it was finally just the sight of this substance. It was <laughs> just so unta- unappetizing. And to this day, I hate milk. To this day. I just can't. I mean, I've never liked milk. Like, I was allergic to it, apparently, as a baby. And I think that's mm-hmm. why I have an aversion. But the actual sight of milk on skin, 
I think it's oh, something God. that we re- we created that with the forced eating together of the breakfast cereals. I'm almost positive. And let's not forget, we all have OCD. <laughs> we well, all and have that's it. The thing is, is I don't know why we were always so particular. I don't young. know. Paula. I mean, we are that's weird. We're <laughs> I mean, still, we're still particular. We're like still my kids that way. Don't give a shit. And I know, Ryan by far is one of the most disgusting eaters. I mean, I, he just makes sounds, and I just I'll look at him and disgust, and he's just like, Sorry. you know, and I'm just like, well, God, Ryan. I will tell you that boys close your mouth. Boys you know? are like that although strangely and i i don't want to make this correlation but i'm going to as much as our father is a flawed broken human my son is just as meticulous when it comes to eating that our dad was our dad wouldn't drop a crumb no that's on that true table. and tyler's the same way my son is the same way and he's always been that way it's so odd because he's yeah. nothing like our dad. He's nothing like him. But his but his mannerisms when it comes to feeding himself have always been that way. Very yeah, unusual. That is true. That is true. Yeah. No, dad was not messy at all. Ooh, no, ew. dad was always very well put together, and yes. everything was always clean and very neat know. and clean and orderly. Which is which is crazy because his life is a mess. <laughs> he even so. had good handwriting. Oh yeah. He did. Uh-huh. Very like a serial killer. No. Yeah, really? <laughs> so wow. anyway, so I think and then the leg hands or the, the feet aversion is kind of along the same lines. I don't know why, but all of us, it's almost like we shared the same madness, but we all hated other people not having shoes or socks on. And that went back from even when I was a little, little girl. I just never liked like it took me until I was in my 20s to wear flip flops. Like I hated them. I hated them. And it's not like we have ugly. We do not have ugly feet. Mm -mm. They're all cute. Although everyone, we all swear that we, we do, but I'm like, well, as soon as the subject comes up, I mean, I'm curled up and under my butt. So (laughs) So no one can even look. I'm just like, yeah, pull them out of my asshole. Take a look. (laughs) I, I have slippers on right now and my toes are completely curled. <laughs> my perfectly manicured ones, I'm with you. I, I struggle. And, you know, when, when it was very clear that the styles were going to be open, you know, sandals and all of that stuff, I'm like, I either come to peace with it or forever will be wearing boots and, straight, you know, platforms with no open toe. And it took me a long time to come to peace with it. And I don't know what it is. We just all hate them. We all I don't hate want them. anybody looking because everybody always looks down. And do. I just, just and as soon as that happens, I curl my toes, which I think just draws more attention. And I know. I just there's no way to hide a toe. You just can't. No. I was so Ryan told me the other day, he's 14, and God. he says that he thinks he's struggling with an odor issue. And yeah, I said, well, I said, that's pretty normal. Yeah. And you just got to do it every said, day. No, he does. But or he twice. says it's he says it's it's just it's every day. Yeah. And so I said, well, I'm like, you might just have to, like, give him a scrub when you get home from school or something mm-hmm. like that. Or, mm-hmm. you know, make sure you're not, you know, leaving your shoes on for extended periods of time, you know, so it doesn't, you know, ruin your shoes. Sure. Um. So I said, but. I'm like, there is no way that you have a far worse problem than Auntie Stephanie did. (laughs) And he's like, what? And I said, 
it wasn't fair. No. But, and I said, and you know, as mean as our father was, I said, sometimes he did have moments of humanity. Oh, yeah. And I said, and in the strangest ways. It was very weird. We always took these awful long trips to places. You know what? Maybe they maybe they weren't that long, but they just felt really long. <laughs> it felt like it was six hours oh, wherever we were going in the I car, know. and mm. inevitably someone threw up or had to go on the side of the road. I remember Stephanie <laughs> threw up Cheetos. And, oh my god! Yes. You know we had to clean out the car, but anyways, and, and I don't know why we did this because I can go a long car ride now, and I don't have to take my shoes off. But well, and no. maybe that's you know training. I don't know, but. Um, <laughs> It never failed that on the long car rides, we all took our shoes off at some point. I know. That's so weird. But Stephanie was not allowed to do that. No. And so sometimes she would try and sneak it by just, you know, quietly taking your shoes off. And within, you know, 30 seconds, we all knew it was like gas mask central. Dad would just crack the windows or whatever and try and pretend. And then after like, you know, maybe two minutes, he'd be like, God, Stephanie, you're going to have to put your shoes back on. <laughs> <laughs> he was trying to be nice, you know, because he's just thinking it's, it's so not unfair that she can't yeah. have her shoes off. But he's just I like, know. I can't take it. And I can't take this, it. And then there's this like, <laughs> <laughs> she's like, she's like, why? It's not fair. They're not. Oh, they are. It's an odor unlike anything like I've smelled rotten since. Rotten corpse feet. I literally, I literally can. The olfactory nerves still recall it. I know. I can smell right now. Stop. Just stop. So maybe that has something to do with it too. I don't know, but um, I have very distinct memories of incidences where I've had seen other people's bare leg hands. And I, it it is burned in my brain as a day where I went, God, I really don't like them. I really don't. And I mean, it goes back from even when I was a young child all the way through high school. You know, it's, I really struggle. I don't look at other people's for too long. I certainly don't want them up close to me. Right. My, my kids, like if it's a medical issue, that's different. Ryan, I would really struggle. I would have to have Victor take a look. I don't think I could do it. But let me tell you, I've been punished for my aversion, for sure. (laughs) For number one, when my son was 10, we had one of the above ground white trash pools because we were living in a rental at the time. And we had the best of the best that we could get. And it was really a beautiful above ground pool. It was huge. I was pregnant with Malia. And Tyler was jumping in and out of the pool. Our children were competitive swimmers their whole childhood. So they were, you know, having a blast being able to play and not have to do laps. So they Mm -hmm. were in there practicing their strokes and stuff. Tyler would dive in. Well, the, the filter to this pool had a very sharp metal, uh, one of those metal things that kind of holds the the uh, pipe or the tube down. I can't, you know, they're oh, like a bracket or something. Yeah. It was kind of like, well, not a bracket, but it was the kind of metal where it was this little metal thing where it's like three or four inches long. You wrap it around something and it locks into place. Um, and it was oh, a coil or something, something anyway. Yeah. I know so what you're talking about. It was like one of those plastic ones, but it was metal. Right, right, right. And so he jumps in and of course, perfectly slices his big toe on it. And he comes in, he goes, mom, I think I cut my toe because he'd been playing so hard. He didn't realize Mm -hmm. it was so deep that there was fat coming out of his skin. (laughs) Oh my God. He cut it to the bone. 
So mm. I was like, okay, yes, you did come in. So he sat down and I put a towel on it because it hadn't started. It wasn't bleeding. It was that deep. So mm-hmm. I, I cover it with a towel and I call our mother immediately. And I, cause at that time I was within walking distance to our mom's house. And so I, oh, right. said, I said, Hey mom, I need you to come over, take a look at this. And I need, I think I need you to help me take him to the doctor. And she's like, all right. So she comes over, she takes a picture. She goes, Oh yes, absolutely. <laughs> Let's go to the doctor. And so we go to the ER. Well, we call doctor, our pediatrician. He goes, I don't do those kinds of stitches, but I will call ahead for you. So he took, we went to a center and it took, it, it took so many shots. He said, if I can't get this to numb up, uh, you're going to have to go to the ER and he's going to need surgery because it's pretty deep. And I'm like, wow. All right. So it took no less than 10 shots of uh, lanocaine or whatever the numbing is for your yeah, skin. Yeah. And of course, my son had to endure all of those shots. In his it would have been better just to go to the ER, probably. Well, the doctor said, I don't know if this stuff isn't working or if it's just so deep that I can't get it to numb. And if that's the case, that's when they, they sedate you, and put you to sleep, and then they just sew it up real quick. So uh, he finally got it to numb up, and Tyler passed out sleeping because he was so stressed with the pain. Mm-hmm. I have never been so stressed in my life dealing with something until my son got older, but that was the worst injury I'd ever dealt with. Me and mom were literally leaning over and holding him. I, w- I was like nine months pregnant. And I'm sure so you were hysterical. I wasn't hysterical, but I was so under so much duress because he was struggling with the pain that I was like, I don't, I, I, if he can't get this, we're taking him immediately via ambulance and we're out of here. Well, so I just it, would have asked him like, just give him a big fat shot of Demerol. They did. Oh, well, that's true. So anyway, they got it to numb up and he said, I'm sewing this up, but I don't know if this is going to do it. He's dirt. He's, he may have damaged some nerves and we're like, okay. So of course I had to deal with the foot thing for like two or three weeks afterwards to make sure his toe didn't rot off. Like it was a thing. It was a thing. And then fast forward 20 years later, Mackenzie Mackenzie has an ingrown (laughs) toenail that is so bad that she can't even walk. So we have to go to a podiatrist and he has to perform surgery on her in the office. And I have to sit there with her because she is having anxiety like I've never seen before. And I literally had, I didn't watch it, but I did see what he was doing. And he goes, she can't feel this. And I turn and look and there's like things sticking out of her foot, like entrenched deep in her toe. Yeah. He was using surgery. And I was like, okay, got it. And I was like, Jesus Christ. I'm like, why am I being punished, universe? What's going on? Is it because I laughed at my sister and her foot odor? Like, what is it? Why am I being punished in this way? But yeah, so yeah, I've definitely had to deal with my fair share of leg hand situations. That is my version, personally. It's horrific. That's awful. Yes. Okay, so the other thing is lip and clip. Lip mm-hmm. and clip is a tried and true. We even have it trademarked. <laughs> so we, we are do. really, we were really serious about it. Um, this comes from our mom. Lip and clip was, this is an old school thing. And a lot of, a lot of people don't really subscribe to this theory, which I wish they would. Now we all go through phases where we don't give a shit, but for the most part, when you walk out the door, you are representing your family as well as yourself. And so our mom's mantra was, you will not walk out of this house looking like you just rolled out of bed. You will always have your hair neat and clean, and you will at least have some stitch of makeup on your face. Your choice. 
whether it means wearing a hat or just having your face nice and clean with no eye goop, nothing. You have to look clean because if you choose to neglect your appearance, rest assured, you will run into your arch enemy or an ex-boyfriend that you don't want to see. It's true. And, and it is true. I will never forget the day that I went, you know what? Fuck it. I'm just going to the grocery store. And I ran into somebody with his children, a guy that I slept with for about a minute. He's all, Jamie? And because he couldn't even recognize me because like, oh I look like God. garbage. And I luckily couldn't remember his name. <laughs> so I was like, hello. I literally walked out and left. I couldn't do it. I was like, this is what I get. This is what I get for neglecting the lip and clip. See, I always think, well, this is my mistake. Mm. I thought for a long time, because I thought that, you know, I had decent looks, that (laughs) even though I wasn't wearing like, you know, the best clothes and I didn't have makeup on, that I still was, you know, considered a hot mom. Sure. I told that to Ryan one day. He's like, "Uh, mom, I don't know. And I'm like, what do you mean? And he's just like, have you seen some of the moms in the morning? I'm like, no, I drop you off. And he's just like, well, he's like, they're all like wearing like, you know, fitness clothes and their (laughs) hair's all done and they've got makeup on and like they're like ready to go. And I'm just like, what are you talking about? (laughs) And so one morning I like, I don't know if I dropped him off or if I walked or whatever (gasps) happened. And I looked and I'm just like, who are these women? They're lip and clippers. No, this was worse. Like it, it was like seven forty-five in the morning, and they looked like they were going to the gym or to have right. their affairs or wherever they were going. Right. And I'm just like, why do you look so amazing mm-hmm. when you have nothing to do today? You know. Well, other than to go to pretend to exercise or right, whatever right. it is that you're gonna do, because they were all in like you know their yeah. crop spanks you know, yeah, gym clothes and well, all that means to me is that, you know, cause you are cute, but a little lip and clip isn't going to ruin your day, you know, throw it in a messy bun, throw on your baseball hat, you know, put a little gloss or whatever on and you are presentable. And that way, when you run into these ladies, they'll go, wow, look at the hot mess. They're not. Cause you don't look like a hot mess. You look put together for seven 30 in the morning and that's that. So yeah. we subscribe to the lip and clip. of the time, I would say. There are times when we just don't give a shit, but most of the time we do. And actually at that point, I'm just like, yeah, fuck it. I'm like, (laughs) me and my Foo Fighters t-shirt and my jeans are out of here. Yeah, really. Well, I think that's adorable. And that's a lip and clip, really. You've got clothes on. That's better than pajama bottoms and a cardigan, right? Yeah, no, that's true. But I was just like, Mm -hmm. well, I'm not going to pretend to be one of these. I'm like, that's the hot bomb. I'm like, fuck it. (laughs) Yeah, I I was never that woman. I could never be the woman who looked all adorable. And who puts on makeup to go to the gym? Like, I never understood that. I don't know. I'm like, I I don't have a hydro flask. Well, we'll have to get you one. Anyway, yeah. So those are the basic agology terms that we have used in our whole life. And hopefully it it makes you understand a little bit more when you're listening. When we say lipandclip.com, that means you can go to lipandclip.com, buy yourself a gloss and a, a clip somewhere on Amazon through the Ugly Truth website and make yourself decent before you walk out the door. No matter how cute you are, it's always good to just do a little uh uh-uh extra Mm -hmm. and then you're good. All right. So moving on really quickly, Valentine's Day is coming next week, I believe. Is it really? Yes. Mm -hmm. And we hate it. We both hate it so much. 
You know, I think a lot of people hate it. It's interesting that you say that because I found a study. They did a study. Mm. 28% of people between the ages of 18 and 30 don't like it. And that's what? men and women. Yeah. So like. That like, can't be right. So basically a third of the people who are aware of Valentine's Day as a holiday are like, eh, we definitely fall in that category. But I found this. This is a science thing. And it was really interesting. Some of the re- legit reasons why we probably hate Valentine's Day. And the first one is, and I think this might have something to do with us, oxytocin. It's the love hormone. It's produced through the hypothalamus. It's a neurochemical that binds to neurons in the brain and helps to increase social bonding, romantic attachment, and empathy. How much of the love hormone is released is also tied to your personality. People who are more agreeable and empathetic release a lot of it. And this can change day by day based on your mood and other external factors. Like for me, a positive social interaction or a hug really does nothing to me. It does not increase my oxytocin. And that's probably personality based. I don't know how you feel about that. We've never been big huggers in our family. Oh, God, I hate to be touched. (laughs) I mean, like by other people. I got you. If I'm in a relationship, I like to be touched. Right. you know, by other people, like if they they come to hu- like touch me or like hug me, yes. I feel like all these little spikes come out on my skin. Right, and I'm we're just very like, prickly. Yeah! We are internally prickly people. And, and the so, word empathy, I I really struggle with empathy. We do too. Yeah, like I do. don't. It takes a lot for me to feel sorry for someone. Exactly. So uh, my guess is that we don't produce a ton of oxytocin, whereas someone like producer Dub probably produces a shit ton of it because he's the opposite. He loves to be hugged. He loves to be touched. He loves the interactions of social positivity. Like he's a really different, which is why every day I wonder what the hell is he doing with me? But I think it's because there's a, there's a yin and yang to it. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? So there are science backed ways to change the way your neurochemicals bind to produce more oxytocin, like a brain reset. But why do you need to do that? If you want to, if you don't like the way you're feeling and you want to try to feel like producer dub. They say you can sit in a hot tub to relax because warm temperatures raises your oxytocin. Meditate, walk, do something exciting or scary to burn off the stress, and that will stimulate oxytocin. So getting up and moving around will actually burn off the stress and allow your body to produce more oxytocin. Uh, You know, working out, this one says go on a roller coaster, which I don't know (laughs) No, I'm not doing that. But we, or we don't even a, have any around here. No, but they're just saying ener- burning off energy will actually allow your body to produce more oxytocin, which makes sense because people who work out and get to a level where you, you start your dopamine kind of kicks in, where you start to get that like that quote unquote runner's high. So like if I was with a really hot guy and I bent over the bed and he spanked me really hard with a belt. Oxytocin would uh, probably produce in your body. I might want to like give him a a Hallmark greeting card and say thank you. Yes. Okay. Here's another one. One of the reasons why a lot of people don't like Valentine's Day is the oversharing of relationships on social media. It doesn't seem to be about a single person feeling jealous or resentful. It seems that everyone hates oversharing. So they suggest do a media, do a social media detox in the month of February Or limit yourself to 10 minutes of Instagram browsing a day because people who are over sharers where they do the play by play of their Valentine's Day plans, which by the way, totally hate it. Just don't even look like literally 
ban the social media for you know during the week of valentine's day it doesn't bother me when people do that i find yeah. the people who overshare are usually in trouble so me too. yes <laughs> i kind of view it like hmm, i'm like that's sad like they feel like they something's need to going on where they have to or yes. and then i analyze i'm like oh yep. they went there for dinner i'm like that's interesting that's, I'm like, that's a commercial restaurant or a chain Kids restaurant. Yep. If he picked that place, that means he doesn't really give a shit about her. Yeah, he and, didn't do much effort. Yeah. And it, what's her plate going to be? Like $13 a plate? Oh, and they got... <laughs> oh, they went to the buffet. Okay. Oh, apple teeny classy. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yes, um, I would agree. See, the thing with the oversharing is I don't, I'm with you. I don't look at that and get resentful. I just look at it and go, oh, do, thou doth protest too much. You know, like when I see friends of mine who are men specifically, where they go above and beyond about how amazing their wife is all the time, I go, what did you do? What did you do? Why are you praising your wife like she's a goddess? Not that she isn't, but I mean, you're going above and beyond here, the call of duty. What did you do? That's guilt. That's a requirement. Yes, yeah, something's happened and you're like, required she's just to do saying, this. <laughs> well, Julie's husband always is talking good about her. I see now I think it's I think it's a little bit deeper than that. I think when men really go nuts on how amazing their wife is regularly, I see that as you fucked up and you need to prove yourself over and over again because your wife is like, mm, I know about Angie. You know what I mean? To me, that's what that is. That's, you're making up for something. I it always it not always but I mean Victor didn't do it but when he did sometimes mm. it always made me uncomfortable because I'm just like yeah no I'm like it doesn't sound like you you know exactly like that's exactly. not how you talk I that's don't guilt I, that is like, guilt talking it's it, I don't or it's just like it just sounded so superficial and I'm just right? like you you don't say that like you know I love my life you're amazing and I'm just like who are you <laughs> who is this what 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 psych site did you google to do this right and so then the third reason why people hate Valentine's Day is because uh, they're dealing with a breakup or an unrequited love the holiday can trigger actual pain so we're going back to the brain there's no easy way to get away from a conflict or a social you can't be socially isolated because you know you've got to live life. And it's all around you. So in other words, love literally hurts. And Valentine's Day can be a not so subtle reminder of this. It says one of the best ways to deal with this pain comes back to oxytocin. It's an analgesic, which means it reduces pain by diminishing activity in the pain matrix. If you're single, raising your levels by, say, having a Galentine's Day party could actually help dissipate your negative feelings toward the holiday and raise the oxytocin levels. Okay, first of all, never doing a Galentine's Day. I don't care if I'm a widow or single ever, ever is that going to happen. I'm not into it. And maybe it's because I don't have a lot of girlfriends but I can't even fathom the idea of going somewhere and going, Galentine's Day, ladies! I can't do it. It makes me, like, bristle beyond. But I'm different than most people, so I don't know. I, I don't know where you got this article or what it is or anything <laughs> like that, but I guess, I mean, I can appreciate what they're saying, yeah. but I just kind of feel like it lacks some depth. Well, it's all science-based, because I guess what I feel like is, you know, the, the over displays of affection and mm. um, getting sad about Valentine's Day and um, or being single or, you know, all of those things or feeling a loss of a breakup. I just kind of feel like 
um, and this is just perhaps my wisdom speaking, you know, being sure. old as fuck now and yes. be- being married twice now is that mm-hmm. I, I feel like if you truly meet someone that you genuinely care about and you genuinely love, it's almost like you kind of want to hold that to yourself a little bit and you don't want to share it with everyone, you mm-hmm. know, like you, you appreciate what you have and it is special. Yeah, it's special. Okay, let's do our ugly and awkward moments of the week. I am just notorious for saying the wrong thing at the wrong time. Mm -hmm. Not even when I'm talking to people, just in general. Yes. We were at the grocery store the other day and... (laughs) I I have realized that I have mom's thing about announcing odors. I don't know why. I just, every time I walk into a place or I go buy something, I grab my nose and I'm just like, what is that smell? Or it smells like blah, blah, blah around here. And I just like, I have to announce it. I don't know why. I just, it's it's a problem. And You want everyone to know. Well, I just, I don't know why I have to declare it. Why can't anyone just declare it for me? Well, I think it's because I'm looking for acceptance. Like, you know, like I'm not the only one that smells it. But I look around and everyone else is just like, I don't smell anything. And I'm like, oh, yes, it's me and my big schnoz. I'm the only one that smells it. (laughs) Well, if I'd been with you, I would. So we, me, Ryan and Olivia were at the grocery store the other day and we walked past the chip section. (sighs) As we're strolling by, all of a sudden, I'm just like, God, I'm like, it smells like old potatoes over here. <laughs> and I said it really loud. And I didn't even realize to the right of me, there was an old Asian couple like in their 80s. <gasps> was it them? Were I, they the ones that smelled like potatoes? I don't know. And so oh, no. but I, I said, I'm like, you know, the kind that has like spores coming out of it. And no. so and then. I didn't realize until we were like walking away and I looked back and then I was just like, oh my God. I'm like, Ryan, well, there was people there. He's like, yeah, I know. And I'm just like, why did you, why did you say something? He's just like, I don't know, mom, you were kind of going off about the potatoes. (laughs) You know, that is so awkward because it was probably them. I don't know. I'm sure your kids are the same way. They don't interrupt you when you're going off on a thing. And so they don't, they just look at me and go, what are you talking about? Like you can't be stopped, you know, once you're. You're on your tangent and, and then then they'll just yeah. tell you about the discre- the indiscretion after you're done be like you didn't see the old <laughs> couple next to you when you said it smelled like old potatoes with spores or whatever they're called or oh my god you know that's so weird that is so weird that you say that the other day i was at the grocery store and i was trying to get some canned tomatoes and there was a dude who was really confused he was looking at a list and he wasn't even that old. He was probably in his late 30s, early 40s. And he's looking at a list and he's looking around. I got next to him. His BO was so profound. And I'm like, how are you walking around smelling like this? Like, what is going? It's like, I felt like it was coming out of his shoes. It's not even he summer. Was, he smelled so bad. I was like, what is going on with you? Actually, like, I didn't, we're having record colds right now. I know. I know. It's 37 degrees with the sun up. What is happening? I would actually Why say that. I'd be like, like you realize it was 37 degrees this morning. How do you smell that bad? <laughs> I can only think of it as this, is that he just gotten back. Like he maybe went to the gym, worked out, put his clothes on and went to the grocery store. No. Unacceptable. There's Unacceptable. a difference between like, like body sweat odor and just plain old like flea bag filth body he was odor. a very well-dressed person and he reeked and he even had a blazer on i was like wow 
Rika Rama, what is going on with you? Like, get I had that thing dry cleaned. Whatever presentation you gave two months ago is still there. <laughs> the, the stress smell is there. I literally, I left the you aisle. Know, that I that is a different kind of smell, by the it way. I, when you I get, get nervous, that is a whole different yes. kind of BO. <laughs> Woo, that is not oxytocin. Right. So I, I left the aisle and said, I will, re- I shall return when this guy departs because I cannot do it. Because eventually I'm going to grab my nose and it's going to be a display and he's going to be aware. You should have asked him and be like, I'm sorry, do they sell cumin in this aisle? <laughs> I wish it smelled like cumin. God, anything. I'm like, is there pickled, are there pickled onions in here? What is this? Did somebody I, spill? I took uh, four spices for my spice rack the other night and I had Ryan cl- uh, close his eyes. I'm like, all right, you need to identify the spice. And so, of course, I picked <laughs> cumin and I'm like, no, uh, take a deep whiff. And so he took it. Oh, he's like, you're so mean. <laughs> he freaked out. He's like, you are is that so cumin? Mean. I'm like, yes. <laughs> That is so funny. Anyway, all right. Well, my awkward moment is also re- requires me to in- interact with another person. And it was so awkward. It was just awkward what I did. So okay. Dara and I, we're at Costco. Okay. Because we needed chicken. <laughs> you know, so we're just meandering around. And when we're done doing our responsibilities, Daryl likes to meander through the center of Costco, which has all the stuff like video games and whatever books, jeans and yeah, whatever season's coming up. And of course, I always literally every time I go, oh, honey, do you want these Calvin Klein jeans? Because they're (laughs) I mean, there's nothing wrong with them, but they're a little off. They're usually made somewhere other than where Calvin Klein makes their jeans. And so they're a little probably going to get the coronavirus by buying those. (laughs) <laughs> no shit. And so we're walking. I don't know if I'm pushing the basket or not, but we're we're walking down this aisle. And then I see these two gentlemen coming towards us. And his friend or brother turns the corner and there is a big like vanity type furniture thing on the corner. And he accidentally he's trying to miss us because it's like two baskets passing each other. And we're turning left and he's turning right. And so we're trying to do it, you know, as as easily and not to hit each other as possible. And we miss each other. But he plows into the corner of this hutch that's on the corner. So, of course, I'm the only one to see him do it because that's just how life is. Yeah. And he turns and he kind of goes ee! like that, like, oops. And so what do I do, Paula? Don't. I... What you do? I don't. I practically curtsied and did a wave like ta-da like like what what is that i don't know i was like well here you go surprised you didn't take a bow take a bow (laughs) it was the dumbest (laughs) act i have done in so long and daryl didn't see it because he keeps he's just on his way and i just did like this this kind of half curtsy and a wave like here you go and he's like okay and he just kept walking i'm like what the fuck was that jamie lynn what are you doing in public why you are you are a a mature woman what are you doing it was the funniest thing when's the last time you've curtsied (laughs) paula i don't know i don't know i'm like did i just finish watching the crown like why am i seriously who are you like a poor man's Meghan markle or something (laughs) it's like here you go at costco (laughs) it's like i don't know it was the dumbest thing and i'm like what happened just then what was that i it's like i had to acknowledge that he hit it because he gave me a look like oops you know they probably went home and talked to their wives and just be like so the strangest thing happened at costco (laughs) 
I think someone us. cursed each. I, I thought she saluted me for a minute, but I wasn't sure. I think she was. But it was like and a then low the other guy's wave. like, no, she was waving. Well, why'd she, like, she wave I, I, and curtsy at the same time? Well, she wouldn't have any respect. <laughs> to, con- to conclude the act, I did the wave like a presentation, like, ta-da, like a Vanna White thing. And then I slapped my leg as I continued to walk. I'm like, wow. <laughs> <laughs> it was horrifying. Baby got back. <laughs> oh, my God. It was so hilarious to myself. I was like, wow, I am so awkward. I'm like, sure I security was up in their booth and they're like, huh. <laughs> weird act that like, was the strangest three seconds of our lives like here write that down what time was that at we're gonna keep that for the greatest hits yeah that was a 34.67 time period <laughs> time stamp yeah we'll, we'll add that for the 2020 greatest hits one. Oh god it was so embarrassing <laughs> i mean i just don't even you know embarrassing isn't even the right word it's just like wonder and shock like why would i behave that way it's so weird how our bodies just respond I yeah don't know. Anyway. i hate being caught off guard because yeah my i hate to call it natural <laughs> response is <laughs> usually very strange we do not respond normal that's for sure just not yeah. normal at all i don't know why we do what we do i don't know i do not know but it makes me laugh all right well that's all i have Yes, so uh, thanks everybody for joining us this Sunday. Please visit UglyTruth.com. Click on the Amazon button. Do your shopping for Valentine's Day uh, for all you oxy... Cotton, toasin, whatever, (laughs) nipple rubbers. Or you Galentine's people. I'm sure there's things for that. Or the rest of you who just are obligated to do it. Go to that Amazon site and uh, buy some stuff. Uh, You can do it Prime, and it'll be there in two days. Please visit lipandclip.com and buy some makeup. They're having good deals right now on eyeliner because I need to buy some. And then also, um, if you go to the Facebook page, my daughter is still selling Girl Scout cookies online. So if you don't want to have to deal with uh, the Girl Scouts in front of the store, uh, you can just order them online and get them shipped to your house, and uh, all is done. So uh, check that out, Facebook. I think that's it so we will see you on wednesday Bye. Bye. thanks for listening and sharing the show see you next time on the ugly truth